welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Ask the Experts podcast with Alka. And this is the show where I am so truly inspired by my guests who come on and they are so inspirational. They inspire me and and, and truly, you are going to be inspired by my guest today, and I'm so truly honored to have him. But before I do so, I want to always congratulate and I always want to welcome you because without you, the listeners, there would be no show. And so I'm always grateful to you for always coming back to listen, learn and grow because every time information is different and my guests are, you know, I bring on such amazing guests who are making a difference right now. So before I go ahead and bring my guests, I want to start off by how did my podcast journey begin? Well, the core of my being is empowerment and I love to empowerment. I love to empower women to really help them on their journey. So for the past six years, I ran a very successful fitness studio here in Toronto, empowering my clients to, you know, really excel in the health and fitness space. And they truly excelled. And that truly was gratifying for me to see my clients excel. And so today, as a real estate investor, I empower my clients to gain the knowledge, understanding, and confidence when it comes to real estate investment. So this is how my journey began into the podcast. So I want to welcome today my guest, Mr. Malcolm Smith. Malcolm, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. You're welcome. So Malcolm is... You know, he's a funnel builder, he's a marketing strategist, and Malcolm has, you know, helped thousands of up-and-coming business owners who, you know, with their skills and building profitable businesses. And Malcolm does it through traditional and non-traditional strategies into entrepreneurship. So he helps on business owners to really help and be online and to be more visible. And I want to ask Malcolm, Malcolm, as we know, you know, being visible as entrepreneurs, we need to, you know, be out there and online, having an online presence truly is going to be the difference whether you, you know you make into the business as an entrepreneur or, or you don't. So, being visible. And I want to ask you, Malcolm, so how does digital marketing help entrepreneurs when, you know, how do you help? And when, so essentially you are like, you are, you are a partner. So how are you helping? How does digital market help entrepreneurs? That's a very good question. And what I do, like you mentioned, is partner up. It's a it's a team effort because my uh, business people that I work with also have to put in their part. So it's a partnership. And whether you are going back 75 years or to today, you have to be known in order to get found, whether it was on billboards, whether it was, the, it was something called the telephone book, which Google has now replaced. So what I do is help people get found on all digital devices. And it's important to be found because 
the truth of the matter is you don't have to be the best. You have to be the best known. And that's unfortunate because there's a lot of people out there that can't give the quality of work that some of my clients can. Um, so my task is to make sure that they're found when people are looking for them, whether it be on Alexa, Siri, or any other uh, device, including your phone or laptop or iPad. Exactly. Best known, as they say, best known beats the best. So uh, it, unfortunately, it does because the best known sometimes is not the best. Wait, so. it's not the best. No, right? <laughs> uh, and and that's the truth of the matter. And and uh, and uh, like I mentioned before, like seventy five years ago, there wasn't all these digital devices, so you had to be known on other things like newspaper and billboards. And so now, uh, what we really rely on, and we've been trained by all these things that we're using, like Amazon and uh, Google is to put down these five-star reviews. So um, when you research a company or find a company, then you also look up, hey, what's their reputation like? Because let me ask you, Elka, uh, are you going to go to a dentist with a one-star review? No way. <laughs> exactly. And unfortunately, uh, that's, the, uh, or I actually should say fortunately, um, that's how it is now is that the, it used to be called word of mouth. You used to rely on other people's opinion. Now we rely on these reviews. And what I make sure is that re these reviews are accurate and that when people find my clients, that they also find their five-star reviews. Yeah, that that is so important. And I know as you know, having those reviews is so essential and so crucial to a business owner, whether you're a startup or you have been in the business for a while, having reviews really, um, you know, goes a long way for your, how your business is going to withstand. So Malcolm, walk us through what are the strategies, what are the phases that one goes through or you go through with your clients? What are the phases of digital marketing? Well, first of all, I find out what their goals are and, and what they want to accomplish with the marketing strategy. I ask them a few questions where they're at, where they want to go. And then I ask them who, who their target market is because they have to uh, market to a particular person. Uh, a lot of people try to reach everybody, but it's really important to know who your target audience is because most of your target, even though there are men in your target audience, you want to empower women to be stronger, uh, not only uh, physically and health-wise, but also spiritually and mentally, because it mm -hmm. all goes together. Um, and that's what uh, I want to do also with my clients is help them with an overall strategy that's going to accomplish the goals that they want. And that is true. You need to have a strategy. You need to know what you uh, want to get out of you know, working with you as a, you know, as a digital marketer. Um, what I find interesting, though, Malcolm, is when it comes to the brand, and we talked about, you know, being visible as a startup, or if, you know, you've, you've got to be, you've got to thrive in this world and in the business world, mm -hmm. you have to thrive. And how are you going to thrive and survive is to have your brand, and so that brand identity, have that brand DNA, as I like to call it, oh, let's be fancy, that brand DNA. So when it comes to the brand, when it comes to the branding, how, and you know, that is important. So can you just walk us through this, the strategy of how do you identify the brands and what's the strategy that you are taking your clients through? 
Well, it depends on the client. And um, for instance, I've got a real estate uh, uh, group uh, in Dallas, and they wanted to have incoming incoming calls, mm -hmm. and they wanted to do all these different platforms like TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram. And they had like six things that they wanted to do. I said, hold on, hold on. Let's focus on what you want to accomplish here. What do you want? She said, they want their phone. We we distilled it into, oh, I want our phones to ring. Okay. So what we did was, the strategy was to go through YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. And they weren't afraid to be on video. And instead of showing the homes like, hey, this home has this many bedrooms, this many bathrooms. We focused on the neighborhood. And why did we do that? In school systems as well as parks. And the reason why we did that is because there's something called evergreen content, meaning that that content is always going to be there and be relevant. When someone shows a home, once that home is sold, that's it. But when you show the neighborhood, the school districts, the parks, the restaurants in that area, and why you would want to go there, it stays there forever and attracts them. So that's the strategy I used with that particular client. And even though that the market has changed a lot, uh, they used to get in between four and seven calls a day. They still get between four and six calls a day, even though the market is slowed down because people find their videos. And once they find those videos, they become really familiar with them. So they become celebrity-like. And these people mm -hmm. are willing to work with the real estate agent instead of them cold calling, sending out postcards and stuff like that. The people are familiar with them, even though when they call up the agency, the agency is not familiar with them, but the people who are looking for uh, looking to move in the Dallas area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, they're familiar with them and they feel this, this, this rapport with them already. So it's real easy to go to to go in that route. So like when we talk about branding, you want to make sure the personality of the business shows through and why those people would want to work with you. And there are some people I'm sure that see those videos like mm, that's not the person I work with. Well, they're never going to get a call from that person. But the people that they like uh, or, or like what they have to offer are going to reach out and say, hey, I'm interested in moving in the Dallas area. How can you help me? Exactly. So that's so the process I, I go through. And that's great. Um, you know, you need to know about the neighborhoods. You need to know about the uh, the area that you are wanting to invest in or to buy a home in. Uh, you can't just go in blindly and just invest in an area because how do you know if that area is suitable to, is mm -hmm. it a family, is it a student, et cetera, right? So then how important is to master, right. you need to master um, one particular niche. And once you've mastered, um, so that what so what, what would you say to that? Do you need to master that that particular niche that you are focusing on in your business? Um, it's it's usually it's usually important. Um, there is I'm not sure if they have it in Canada, but it's a it's, I'm sure they do because it's a national uh, uh, should I say international network called mm -hmm. HGTV, yes, the Home and Gardening do. Channel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what they do is there's a lot of different shows featuring how to redesign a home, how to uh, fix and flip some property and different things like that. And they come out with new shows every every season and they keep the shows that they have already. So what happens is when you create a brand DNA, it's something that people resonate with because there are people who love Apple products. And there are other people who say, no, I don't want Apple. I want to use um, 
Samsung, uh, Google, Android. or should I say, um, uh, Android? Thank you, Android, Android, which is a which is a Google product. But I don't discriminate. I use both, and I have to because I have to know both of those platforms, including Siri. Uh, excuse me, not Siri. Siri is Apple, but including Alexa, because not only are people being found on digital devices via typing in information on search engines. They are also using voice recognition to ask, hey, what is the best hair salon? And then it's going to pop up, you know, hey, Alexa, what's the best hair salon? So these products have to say, hey, let me find that for you. And what I do is get my client's brand to pop up and then people do their further research to see if that particular brand resonates with them. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that my, my clients feel comfortable with their own brand. And then I present that brand to the world, but it's up ultimately to the client whether they want to work with that brand or not. Mm -hmm. The true, exactly. I mean, we just we talked about the phone. I like Android, so I I'm more loyal to that because you know Apple products I just don't like. Mm -hmm. But you know, so we have a preference as to what we want to work with, and so brand uh, mm -hmm. is very important. You know, to establish yourself in the beginning. So Malcolm, and I'm going to talk about branding, but I want to talk about how did you get started in the space that you are right now as a digital marketer and you are a marketing coach? How did your journey begin so that we can get to know a little bit about you? Well, my journey began back in 1998 and I started building websites for people. Mm -hmm. And what I found out is I'd build these websites that look good, but Unless someone told them, hey, go here, they would never be found. It's like building this amazing hotel resort and it's way off in a desert with no traffic going by, no nice. roads, no freeways, mm -hmm. nothing. So I would so I say, oh, then it started over the years morphing into, well, how do I get these 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 people found? And that's when I started my journey in 2003 with search engines, getting people first found on Google and stuff like that. And now, more importantly than a website is, if it's a local business anyway, a brick and what's called brick and mortar, they actually have a presence, a physical presence in a city, is being on Yelp. If you're on a Apple device, because Siri uses Yelp, and if you're on a Google device, or or should I say, if you're using a um, an Android device or using Google on your Apple phone, what it's gonna use is called Google Maps, it used to be called Google My Business. So you have to be on these things called directories, which used to be phone books. And so we make sure that the information is on those directories so people can be found. So my journey started off with websites, then it started to evolve as the technology evolved into how do people actually get found? And now people are actually using their voice, like I said, with Siri and, and 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 Alexa, as well as as well as Android, hey, I need to find whatever I'm looking for, a pizza shop or a hair salon or a jewelry store. And what I, and that's the that's the whole thing is crafting the message first for the computers mm -hmm. so that they can be found, but also for the target market. So that's how it, it, it so I, I'm, there's two things I'm going for is to make it attractive to the computers first so it mm -hmm. can be found but also to that brand demo demographic. And with branding, it's not only the personality of the business, but also, you know, the colors uh, are very important. If you have a particular brand color, like McDonald's is uh, yellow, white, and red. 
Uh, so these things have to remain uh, consistent with your branding on your on your Facebook page or your Instagram or, or what have you. So that's what I do is just make sure that those subtle and often subliminal nuances come through the product as my clients are being found online. Because, and uh, absolutely. Um, so if you're a first time, um, you know, first time business owner, you want to make sure that you have all of these in place. You know, you work with someone who, uh, who is knowledgeable, who, you know, your messaging is you know, congruent on every platform, your messaging, your brand, your branding colors, because that says a lot about you. That says a lot about your personality, who you are, what do you represent? And so as we know, Donald Trump, and, you know, he's a perfect example. When we talk about brand, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have him as an example, that when we talk about the brand DNA, when we're talking about brand, Donald Trump, how, why, and how actually, how does he do it so well? He... You know, with his messaging, when it comes to politics, Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, he is exceptional. He's a businessman who who has, you know, he's so amazing as to how he does the campaign, how he does his branding, because other other um, you know politicians they're they're very compelling and they're kind of boring. But whereas Donald Trump, he is convincing, but it's how he does it. <laughs> so it's how he does it. So can you talk more and shed more light on that as to how how can one stand out oh from goodness. another? Yes. A absolutely. What what and see the the the, the beauty of as incredible as a business person, Mr. Trump is. He is a master at marketing. Yes. What he does is put a message out there and it gets a reaction, very polarizing, whether you love it or hate it, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It gets you to what? What did he just say? <laughs> what well, gets you to react? Uh, and this is what I mean, for instance, when he was in a debate with Hillary Clinton, she said, Well, he doesn't pay taxes. I'm like, Yes, I do the same thing that you and your business partners do. I do it the legal way and make sure that I don't pay any taxes. And that flipped the script. Everyone was like, Oh, well, well yeah. What is it? And, and, and it's literally, it literally, that she was she was in shock that that you know she didn't have a rebuttal for it because he was telling the truth it's like i'm using the same legal business practices that you and your and your people do the rich you know in order to do that and people really responded to that to that level of honesty uh and that's what uh what i found out in marketing over the years it's like you can have a lot of things but as long as your message is authentic yeah it will resonate with the, with with your audience and that's what he does. He's authentic with his his demographic. And that's why a lot of people uh, love him. And a lot of people also dislike him because he will tell you how he feels. And that's what you want to do in your marketing message is be authentic in, in that particular in that particular message. Exactly. In your exactly your marketing message. And yeah, you need to come across authentic because people you need to be relatable to people people need to be relatable mm -hmm. to you and how the only way they're going to be relatable is if you are authentic you are genuine as to you know what your what your messaging what your message is about what you stand for 
And mm -hmm. so it's very important, um, of course, you know, when people are starting out. So when it comes to marketing, Malcolm, how does someone, if you can walk us through, what are the business, what are the marketing principles that one needs to know as they're starting out? What are those marketing key principles that we need to know? Well, first of all, uh, you need to know who you're addressing in marketing. Like I mentioned, it is very important that you know who you're talking to. Um, case in point, if I'm watching TV and a commercial comes on about tampons, as a man, I'm probably not going to be interested. So what you want to do is make sure that messaging is for that particular person and the people who need you know need to solve a problem and you have something to offer them to solve that problem they are going to go after it um when you get a drill and you want to hang a picture you don't want the drill you want to be able to hang that picture so the drill is a tool to accomplish your goal mm -hmm. same thing in marketing those principles are what is your goal and how can i facilitate and help you with that goal because there are some well some clients some people who approach me and they want to do it their way and I'm like, well, this is a great video that you have. It's very cinematic and it's beautiful, but it's not going to capture the attention of your target audience. You have to take, you have to, what's called, unfortunately, it's called a hook, like hooking a fish. Mm -hmm. You have to get their interest first and then they can go in and watch the video and figure out how you can help them because people are actively searching for solutions to their problem when they're on search engines like google or or youtube now the difference between the marketing approaches is there's called what is called um interrupted marketing where you're watching like tv and then all of a sudden a commercial comes on that you may or may not be interested in but it's more effective is when people are actually looking for what you have to offer that means they're interested in something that you have to offer and if you that you come across and you resonate with them being authentic and, re and resonating with them they're going to research you further and then they may or may not do business with you from there but if you you know hey if you uh, uh if i'm uh, showing you this delicious juicy medium well done steak and you're a vegan you're going to have no interest in it <laughs> exactly. what the, what's the point yeah. <laughs> so you, we have to make sure that we get the message out to those people who are actually looking for that thick, juicy steak. Exactly. So that, those, might, those, that's the that's the essential marketing. Exactly. So you we want to, we want to target the exact right target audience for that service or that mm -hmm. product, because you know you Absolutely. also one could have a brick and mortar business, but they would not know as to how how when it comes to marketing because marketing is senior to sales and marketing is everything and yes. what right and yes. you need to, and you need to do it right yeah yeah absolutely and and the thing is you won't know you're doing it right until you start doing it because mm -hmm. there's certain things that we test that's why we test okay if, if, if this works or that or, or that works uh you test things and the things that were that or getting traction that are bringing mm -hmm. people to your business, you want to do more of things that are not working. You say, Hey, this is not working. Let's stop doing this and let's focus on what's working. Absolutely. We do that all the time. Cause there've been some things I thought were brilliant that didn't do anything at all. And then this thing's in the way, I don't think this is going to work, but let's try it anyway. That 
killed. Like we had a, a client in North Carolina selling, they have this, these beautiful condos uh -huh. and we spent $4,000 on this nice, you know, very slick, beautiful looking video. And then we had the managers come on on his iPhone and speak authentically about the business and it performed eight times better. So it's not about how pretty it looks, it's how the message hits the target audience. Exactly, the message. Messaging is everything because you could have, you could have, you know, a product or service uh, looking pretty. It could be a good product. But then if your message is not congruent, it's not corresponding to that product, then, then it's, your whole um, investment goes to waste. So it's got to be yes, so exactly. precise. Yeah, it's got to be so precise as to, uh, you know, everything needs to be congruent. So, Malcolm, this is really great, and I love it because I love when it comes to branding, and I love when people, entrepreneurs, are starting out into this space. So, when it comes to design copy, and you 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 started off at designing websites. So, what is more important? Is it the mm -hmm. design, or is it the copy that people? need to invest in what in your opinion is the most important that they need to invest the copy or the the design aspects yeah well i have to say in my observation over the years because mm -hmm. there have been some websites that have been nothing but text that will in literally millions of dollars and there have been some really highly polished beautiful looking websites again that look good but didn't resonate with the message that like one client I had, I was advising them like, let's change the copy. They wanted to keep it as is, but the copy they had was always talking about, well, me, 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 the company. And people were like, hey, that's nice and all, but I need to solve this particular problem. And the message did not speak to that. Right. So it's always not, a, it's not necessarily, it's not about the looks and, and the glitz, which is, which is helpful. But more importantly than anything is the message to that particular audience. I can't stress that enough. Absolutely. And being authentic in your message. Yeah, absolutely, Malcolm. I think that's really, um, that's going to be the key to, uh, that's going to be the key to, uh, you know, really having it congruent to what, you know, you are saying. And I agree with you. So you need to do like split tests. And I'm sure that's what you and your company do. You split test to making sure, okay, do we have this target audience for this product? And you're testing out the products and services mm -hmm. to making sure that everything is on point. It's on brand. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And uh, to YouTube, let's take YouTube for instance. Yeah. Let, let's take YouTube for instance. There are things called thumbnails. Those are the images that you yes. see before you click on a video. Mm -hmm. Now, if your thumbnail is not, doesn't have a headline or have an interesting picture to draw in attention from whoever your particular target market is, they're going to skip over it completely. So it's not, it's best to have a good message, a, a couple of lines, don't make it long on, on those thumbnails with, um, with an image that is going to be, be interesting to that person uh, particularly looking uh, for what you have to offer. So that that's key, absolutely, to get them to even look. So you have to get their attention first and then deliver the message on how you can solve their problem. Exactly, what's the importance of uh, thumbnails? Why is that, why is that a key component? Oh, if you, if, 
it, it's a key component because it's, it's the first thing that they see. It's the first thing to see. Um, if I'm a jewelry store and I have, I'm looking for a wedding ring. Um, it's nice to have a picture of that particular item, but also a headline that you know that's going to bring in bring bring in. So is the thumbnail is that to, the uh, headline? Uh, well, yeah, thumbnail exactly the headline for like if you're looking at a newspaper, there's a headline that draws your interest in to read mm -hmm. further. Right, thumbnail is that headline to get them to say. This is, some, this is something that might interest me. So absolutely, the, the, the thumbnail is the headline. And we spend a lot of time working on that uh, because it's the most important to get people to click on that particular video or even on Facebook or Instagram. It's the same thing. That image is what gets their attention to look further. Exactly. So your headline... Um... So we have to we have to perfect the headlines, as you said. It's not about the image, um, or, or or can it? It has to be both. It has to be congruent. Your image and of course yeah. the the headline mm -hmm. has to has to match for viewers to come in and, and you know listen to the video. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it has to be interesting. Um, I, I, and I I have to say, uh, I, I've learned this the, the hard way over the years. Because uh, I'm very technical and very, yeah. uh, I, I do a lot of tests and I'm very analytical to find out what works and what not, what's not. Right. But everyone is not looking for that. So you have to de like, sit, deliver that message to that particular person. And what I learned from instead of giving them technical information is speaking from the heart and really just like, like we mentioned before, speaking authentically mm. about something. Uh, changes the whole game versus just giving people information, uh, and that's and that's also something I learned from the websites. Like we were mentioned that hey, this website looks good, but it's a whole bunch of technical information. And every industry, every industry out there has their own language. And being professionals, we go into all these different words that people don't even know what they mean. So there's something called SEO, which is which is called search engine optimization. What does that mean? That means getting found online before your competition. That that so I distill things into words that people can understand simply instead of sounding all all smart and you you lose your audience when you go into these 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 words that no one understands because if people don't language. understand they check out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, so yeah, you you can put them in there. If, but if you're speaking to a professional, you know that that's in that industry, it's that different. makes sense. You know, yeah. if you're speaking particularly to that audience, like we mentioned, right? It's different. But if you're speaking to someone who doesn't know anything about your industry, you have to, I, I don't I want to say dumb it down. You have to adjust it to a level of a fifth grader. Just make it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Make it simple for people to understand. Exactly. You need to like just distill it and just keep it basic. And you know what? I learned this yes. the hard and I learned this the hard way too. So when I initially, when I got into real estate, you know, having my website, etc and also on social platforms is that you know what i i was I, when i was speaking when i'm doing lives for example i was you know talking in language because i'm used to talking in that way as an investor but then i realized mm -hmm. no wait a minute my audience how do i get them to relate to me how do i get them to okay well i love what she's saying but you know what i don't understand what what the what she's saying? I don't understand some of the words. What, what what is she saying? So we have to be mindful to 
you know, like I said, not dumb mm -hmm. it down because everyone's intelligent, but we need to have just the basic, the basic uh, language, you know, speak to their, so that we can make them understand. So I learned that the hard way. Absolutely. Yeah, but and that's part that's part of the evolution. We, we learn from these mm -hmm. and it, it has to be simple, but not it's simple, but it has to also be interesting. It can't be just, you know, see spot run. John has the blue ball. It's got to be simple, but it has to also get the person's attention to draw them in to look to look further into what into what's offered to solve, you know, come up, you know, to solve a problem for whatever they're they're looking exactly. for. Exactly. Absolutely. Because if, if, if I'm looking for. If I'm looking to to lose weight, like you're in fitness, I'm looking for I might be looking for something particular, like a particular uh, part of the body. So you would go into, you know, something simple at first to to get them in if they're not, you know, familiar with, you know, uh, certain medical terms and stuff like that. You want to bring them in right. on, on that level. Unless you're talking to other fitness professionals, then you can speak the language all day long. Exactly, exactly. So exactly, like we said, it's got to be relatable. So Malcolm, so we talked mm -hmm, about the thumbnail. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because this is just what I wanted to, to Brit landed and bring it home, is a confused mind doesn't buy. So if someone's confused, mm. they're not going to go any further. So we have to make sure that our message is clear. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you talked about this thumbnail and it's so important, so crucial that, you know, mm -hmm. especially on YouTube. Uh, and also I want to talk about your thumbnail, but also like hashtags. And now on other social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, how many hashtags should you be using? And when it comes to Instagram, how many hashtags should one use? Because that is relevant too, with the hashtags really corresponds well, to... Well, and this is interesting because each platform is different. Mm. Hashtags on YouTube are almost useless. Our hashtags on Instagram are vital because those hashtags are subjects that people yes. happen to be looking for. And it's going to uh, be relevant for what people are shown when they type in, the, type in those hashtags. So depending on your platform, hashtags are more important on some platforms uh, uh, and, less, and less on others. But it's always about the messaging and those hashtags are similar to headlines like what we're talking about. It has to be something that that person happens to be typing in on the hashtag so it comes up in their feed. And that's how they find you. So if you put in the, uh, whatever the subject topic you're talking about, yeah. you put in those hashtags and this is how people exactly. they, they can find you. Right, exactly. So is there yes, an ex Yes, is there on, 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 Inst on Instagram, yes. Exactly. So is there a number like on Facebook? Should it be like three or five? I That's what I heard. How many hashtags is allowed on Facebook? Well, it doesn't really matter. Um, you don't want to do too many. I wouldn't do any more than I would. I, yeah, I wouldn't do any more than three, and okay. on Instagram, no more than five. Um, okay. And 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 it's the same thing. It's the same thing on 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 Google as well as YouTube. The thing is, you want the more precise you are, the better. That's uh, that's that's always the case on any of them. Is the more you you precise you are uh, on a particular subject is use those call, what they call keywords. And that's what you want your hashtag to be. Keywords are words that people are actually searching for in a search engine or on a subject. 
If uh, I'm looking like we were talking about health and fitness, I want to how to lose weight or how to build up muscle in my, how 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 to build up muscle in my arms or something like that. If they're looking for a particular area, so yeah, you want your keywords to be specific to the message of that particular video. Wonderful, sounds so good, Malcolm. What are you grateful for? Of everything that you've accomplished, oh I, what everything that you've accomplished, what are I you am, grateful for? <laughs> I am grateful for having such wonderful parents. That that's nice. that is, not not in the business because they allowed me at a young age to explore and be curious. Wow, um, nice. Uh, nice, especially my, especially with with my grandmother. My grandmother allowed me to be heard. Now she would slap me down, not me, you know, slap me, shut me down if I was saying something if stupid. If you're misbehaving. <laughs> uh, or, you know, do something I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. But she allowed me to be heard. And that, hmm. that made all the difference in the world is, is being able to express yourself. So I'm very grateful for that. And that and, and that that being able to express myself that way, even though I, I used to offend a lot of people with my 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 honesty. But it always made me feel good that I was able to be to to be me without, you know, being uh, shut restricted. down by what people might think. Right. Yeah, very restricted. Is yeah, exactly. So I was. So that's what I'm very grateful for. Yeah, grateful for my upbringing uh, that allowed me not to be so restricted as I, you know, evolved through the years. That's what I'm most grateful for. Exactly. Now that's so beautiful because you know what, and the reason why I bring this up is because everything that we have accomplished and everything that we are accomplishing in our life, if we're not grateful, if we don't take that step and just reflect on everything that we have done, everything we've accomplished, everything that we're accomplishing, then I don't feel, anyway, I don't feel that life is lived. Would you agree to that? Are you kidding me? I just got a call from a client last uh, yesterday uh -huh. and she says, oh, Malcolm, I really appreciate your follow up, meaning following up with her. I wasn't right. calling to sell her anything. I was just calling to check in on her and see how she was doing, because my literally the people I work with become colleagues. They're not just mm -hmm. in sale. Yes. So it's it's really important to to establish to establish that and and then her reaching out to me telling me what she was going through what you know why she hasn't you know you know what, what it, it it means the world to me to have that level of intimacy with my clients that uh we can communicate and that communication is key that what makes the projects work even better is because we we're open like that and we can communicate on an authentic level so i can help them solve their problems and it's huge, absolutely huge. So I'm very grateful for that as well. Is 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 as that level of uh, communication I have with my clients to become more than just a transaction. It's it's transformational. Exactly, because over time, you know, you spend more time with the clients than we do with our family. So you need to you need to establish okay. that bond, right? You need to establish that bond, mm -hmm. and like I said, you know, over time, yeah, it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And over time, that's how it happens. You know, they, they begin to trust you because you're working with them. They appreciate you. Your, they appreciate your value. They appreciate how you sort of brought them and take them through the stages from creating the website, the marketing, et cetera. 
So I think this is so important that, you know, being grateful every single day, not just one time out of your life, but every single day. I mean, this is what I do. Oh. I, I'm always grateful. And I, I totally agree. And th this might be mundane to some people, but there are some times where I turn on the water and wash my hands and just and reflect on how grateful it is that, you know, the miracle of plumbing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 I love that analogy. I, I didn't focus on mundane things like that. Yeah. And, and having Wi-Fi that allows me to communicate with people all over the world. Are you kidding yes. me? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm very grateful for for all these things. Mm -hmm. And and like you mentioned, it's very good. It's very good to have that 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 rapport and be grateful for uh for for things. But also this is something I learned uh in my evolution. There are certain people I will not work with. People now sometimes you gotta take it up a notch to keep people in but in line in your business and whatnot. But I will you never work for a tyrant. I, exactly. Yeah I will never work for a tyrant. There was this one bar I worked with, and this guy was an absolute tyrant and would berate his employees in front of me. I'm like, I can't work with you. Oh, wow. He goes, what do you mean you can't work with me? I hired you. I was like, yeah, yeah you hired me, but this our, mm -hmm. our, our, our relationship is concluded. He was like in shock, like the audacity, you know, how dare you? I'm like, no, because that's not the energy I, I, I that that's not the energy I work with. Right. That's exactly. I, the thing is, you're able to create, whether you're in business but but more so in your personal life, you are able to create the environment around you. And that's what I want to people to understand. You are responsible for the environment you create and people will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Exactly. Don't let them step on you. Be you, be authentic and enjoy your life. And like we were just talking about, be grateful for even the smallest things. And it just puts you in a better mood. It, it, it does. It, 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 it enhances your energy throughout the day. Exactly. I mean, first thing in the morning, that's what I do. I, you know, I, I do my gratitude journal. Uh, I'm all, cause I'm grateful. And, you know, I, and like I said, uh, like we said, you, you know, if you're not grateful, then you're not, you know, you've got to be, um, you know, so you've got to acknowledge, you've got to acknowledge your, who you are, who you're becoming and acknowledge where you are going. So Malcolm, this is just absolutely phenomenal. I love it. Um, and you have accomplished so much in your life. And I'm sure there is so much more that you have yet to uh, accomplish. Is there anything you would want to accomplish? Are you looking forward to what's the next chapter in your life? Real estate investing, sugar. That's what I'm all about right now. Real estate investment and uh, and renewable energy. And my dream is, it's not a dream, it's a plan. It's mm. it's, it's a plan right now that's, that's still being uh, massaged and, and, and put together. But I want to have these small little micro farms all over the world in inner cities oh, wow. that yeah. grow food as well mm -hmm. as heal the toxic soil underneath it as we're growing food in like shipping containers and such. So wow. that's the main thing I want to work on is the real estate investing with uh, multifamily apartment complexes and having micro farms all over the world that produce healthy food and also clean water. That's so good because and a lot of people are into, you know, health and healthy food. It's not farm to the table. Um you know, so it's all about health. And and that is so good because people are really taking care of their health. More so now, I'm seeing a lot of people taking care of their health, going for jogs, going for, you know, taking care of their health in general. 
And so how did how did that, the that's essential that that's yes, the foundation. That is. That's the foundation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because if you're not taking care of your health, you are not able to accomplish and to create the wealth, you know, for you and your families. So you don't you don't you never want to sort of compromise on your health. And that is so important. So Malcolm, I really appreciate you for being on today. And I really appreciate you for coming on. And so everything that you have accomplished, everything that you've accomplished, uh, Malcolm, and to what you are going to be accomplishing, I want to ask your final question. You go to bed at night, you wake up in the morning, and all your files have been deleted of everything that you have accomplished. What are the three things that you want viewers to learn today? From your conversation well uh i want people to know the three things one is share yourself authentically in your messaging and more importantly with the relationships around you it's absolutely huge and uh second would be you have the power to create your environments that is paramount there are certain toxic people that may be in your life. You don't have to get rid of them, but you probably should spend less time with them if they hurt you instead of contribute to you. So I would say you are, are responsible for your for creating the life that you want. And you have more power than you think. That That's huge. That's huge. And uh, the third is, if yeah, especially if, if I had all my files wiped away and it was all gone, I would mm -hmm. communicate with my clients immediately and say, hey, this is what happened. And don't worry because we can still do this, whatever that particular need is for that client. So it's, it's and and life always throws you curveballs because if uh, if certain platforms went down to, you know, today that you can always adjust and keep on going. That's that's the third message. You can always adjust and keep on going, no matter how catastrophic it may seem. And th that is true. Uh, you know, it's all about how we make it seem. If we make it seem catastrophic, then absolutely, that's mm. what that's what you you know you're going to have that you're going to have catastrophe. But if you look at it, the perspective. So it's all about mm -hmm. changing your perspective, looking at the glass. Is it half full or is it half empty? Because that's the way you're right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And one of my mentors says, yeah, while you're worrying about if the glass half full or half empty, I drink the water. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So if if, you, if, you, if you're thirsty, yeah, take 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 care of your needs. Be be kind to yourself. Um, it, it, that's huge. And, and, Work with the people you want to work with. You don't have to work with jerks. You don't have to work with tyrants. Oh, my goodness. Create the environment you want. If you want to work with those kind of people, that's fine. That's but fine. please be mindful that you have the power to create your own environment. It's huge. Exactly. Because your environment is nothing but your looking glass. Mm. And your environment is the reflection of you. So, mm -hmm. and it's part of it's part of that wealth we were talking about. It 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 it, it could your environment can either feed you, like we we're talking about my micro farms. I'm going to be creating. 
It could either feed the soil and make it healthy, or it could produce toxins and make it toxic. Which do you prefer? I prefer the, the, to be healthy and have that energy. And with clients that reach out and call me, even ask me about my surgery I had recently. People called up and said, did you have your oh, surgery? Oh, that's so nice. Well, how are you? I mean, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm, you can't buy that kind of connection with it. No. It's just, it, it, it's, 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 it's a blessing. It's just a blessing to have uh, genuine, you just, yeah, exactly. Gen- genuine relationships. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, been it's made all the difference in my life from first I, I you know when I years ago when I first doing website it was all about okay well how can I do this website to get this money I'm like now when you create a relationship and you're helping people solve problems the money comes mm-hmm. with it and, and larger and larger volume of it so that's what I'm focusing on is is helping people and creating genuine friendships and and partnerships as I move along exactly because uh, I really enjoy helping people and it's selfish because the good you do comes back to you. And the, the more good I do, the more blessed I am. Exactly. You know, it's, it's about karma. Karma sort of evolves. Karma comes back around. You know, you do good. Good will come back to you. You are a tyrant. You, you know, you're, you're not good to people, let alone yourself. But then that comes back to you too. So either way, you're mm-hmm. right. And I love what I love what Old Nightingale also said. You could have just exactly what you said. You could have two crops. One is one is corn. You you plant that seed, corn, and one is poison. And one is poison. Mm. So you you plant both of them in the soil. What's going to grow faster? What's going to grow better? So either way, we have a choice corn or poison so it's just the yes. same and what's going to grow faster and better is the one we put our attention on exactly yeah. so put exactly. our attention on those things that that are bountiful and healthy yeah yeah the, the one that's going to grow is the one you feed mm-hmm. exactly and you you feed the positivity and that's going to grow better and faster and quicker malcolm yep. this absolutely uh, so true. So Malcolm, this has been such a wonderful conversation. Truly, I'm so truly grateful. So appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. And, you know, it's just truly been amazing. My it's pleasure. Kept... It's always wonderful to see you. Thank you. And so guys, we have come to the end of another amazing show with my amazing guest, Mr. Malcolm Smith, who is just thrown nuggets and I hope that you had got a lot of information got a lot of nuggets that Malcolm threw at you and really inspired you to really take the next level in your life so stay tuned for more Ask the Experts podcast with Alka I'm bringing on a phenomenal guest on Monday I have a hypnosis a hypnotherapist coming on the show and I'm excited what he has to share say so that you know you are always informed and I want you to be always be inspired because this show as the experts podcast with Alka brings phenomenal entrepreneurs on my show and we want to value you we want to thank you for always coming back to listen learn and grow so that you are empowered each and every time so thank you so much and we will see you back soon thank you for now bye (laughs) 